The following program is being brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. To Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host, Peter Tong. This program will provide the groundwork you need to advance your awareness and be involved in the approaching transformation in consciousness. Now, your host, Peter Tong. Hello and welcome to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. I'm your host, Peter Tong. Thank you for joining us today. The intention in these episodes is to give you insights into how the planet is shifting in frequency and vibration to a new level of awareness and how you can be part of this grand awakening. And today I'm delighted to welcome my guest, Sam Gracie, who is the founder of Greens Plus and has a wealth of background information and research in how nutrition and a healthy lifestyle can be gained through living our lives in a really sensible and common sense way. Sam, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, Peter. Appreciate being with you. Perhaps you could begin just by telling us a little bit about how this all began for you and your connection to healthy lifestyles and Greens Plus. Yes, I began uh, as an adolescent psychologist specializing with teens at high risk, teens that were uh, using heroin at 14 years of age or 15-year-old murderers, also teens that had lost self-esteem or communication abilities or others who were experiencing learning disabilities or learning disabilities with hyperactivity. So really specializing working with teens. And I realized this is back in the 1970s that there was a nutritional connection that when I looked at what they ate, eventually I built a little restaurant in a high school and I got these students who wouldn't go to school to come in every day and I started to teach them what to eat and how to eat and how to be in tune with food and how to um, understand the ancient mechanisms of their body, which was intriguing to them, and stop eating foods that um, had the unprecedented stunning ability to be only like one molecule away from being plastic, and start to really understand. So we made shifts. Their IQ went up. Their skin and hair got better. Their negativity went down. Their violence went down. Their anti-socialism went down, so I realized there was a food-mood connection. There was something involved here, and we were turning back. The diet I was giving them was going back to the hunter-gatherer ancestors, just using natural, simple foods. So uh, I went to start working with Dr. Linus Pauling. I left being an adolescent psychologist and trying to find out what is the connection between food and mood, food and our brain, food, and our ability to co-create um, food and our ability to ward off degenerative disease and the abilities to, uh, to, take, to navigate what I would call the journey from ordinary to remarkable. And 99% of us 
as a nutritional researcher and lifestyle researcher, uh, never experienced the robust vitality, the emotional balance, or the remarkable brain power that we were created to experience, you know, a mind-body well-being, and we never understand our biological needs. So uh, today I do my research trying to uh, motivate and encourage people uh, to dare themselves to navigate the journey from ordinary to remarkable. Great. Let's just backtrack on a couple of things you said. So I didn't know you you actually worked with Linus Pauling? Yes, the vitamin C pioneer who won two Nobel Prizes, actually. Well, so tell me about how that came about. Well, that came about because he was looking for uh, residues of when he was in the early stage of trying to determine were there simple urine tests to find out if someone has cancer and at what stage. We know that when somebody says to us, a physician says to us that we have a certain kind of cancer, that it was 25 years ago when it really initiated and started. It just didn't happen overnight when we were sleeping. So he was looking for telltale signs in the urine to show that there was some unusual growth happening and unusual cell activities happening and that they were giving off a certain kind of waste product and then he could tell where it was coming from and what degree and how as an early warning sign. He he never completed that because he he passed on. But I thought um, I started to get involved with him to look at, okay, let's reverse and let's go back to the actual origins of food that we eat and let's let's look at what its architectural structure is on the body because it's very important to just if I can say one point Peter for for our listeners it's critically important that our we know that our body and brain are organic structures and 100% of the foods we feed ourselves we have 100 trillion cells whatever we put in our mouth determines our 100 trillion cells their architectural structure their optimum energy output potential, their ability to function, and our daily rejuvenation potential. And we're hardwired for really high-quality communication within our body. But when we eat foods that do not biologically work well with our body, new modern foods, and there are many of them, then we downgrade our actual structure, our actual output, our actual mental, physical, emotional uh, output. So the second point I wanted to raise then was was you you put an expression in there which you said the ancient mechanism in the body. So can you talk a little bit about the significance of that? Yes, our body is an ancient mechanism. It's been hardwired to work a certain way for let's just say a thousand years, just to use a number, it hasn't changed the way that we breathe, the way that we eliminate. If we begin the way that we chew food, digest food, distribute nutrients, and eliminate waste products has not changed. And when we go back to this ancient mechanism and how it developed, we notice that we developed as hunters and gatherers. And our uh, genetic makeup, our genome, is really designed for a lot of vegetation, colorful vegetation, so foods we gathered, water that we drank, and uh, things that flew, walked, or swam as protein sources, animal protein sources, or nuts and seeds that we gathered and wild berries um, in season. We now have shifted from hunters and gatherers to agriculture and from 
that to industrial revolution that we went through, and that's drastically changed human nutrition with an extremely detrimental biological jolt, which in turn has promoted heart disease, cancer, stroke, depression, diabetes, and a prevailing sense of drop-dead fatigue. And so people have... We're now eating degraded foods of modern commerce, unfamiliar to our genes, our brain, our body, and they trigger serious intracellular communication breakdowns, leading to daily power outages mentally, physically, emotionally. So we've broken away from the, the diet that our ancestors ate, and they have passed their genes on to us. And we have not changed genetically in that period of time. What we have done is let food processors with Miracle Age fast foods becoming, you know, who boom with catchy advertising promises in a land in which dairy is queen and burger is king. So (laughs) we really have to understand that just because a food looks good, smells good, and tastes good is zero criteria for eating it. Just because a cheesecake looks good, just because a cinnamon bun smells good, just because a French fry tastes good, is no requirement or no reason why we should eat the food. We should look at all food before we eat and say, that food's going to become my brain. It's going to be my capacity to communicate, to open up. It's going to become my heart, my emotions. It's going to become my cleansing capability. It's going to become my immune system that's going to kill bacteria, viruses, and parasites, yeast, and carcinogens. And am I going to be subject to a modern-day eating pattern that's counterproductive, or am I going to return to the base of the food chain and eat in harmony with my long-standing genetic inheritance that I have inherited from my parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, great-great-grandparents, and great-great-grandparents. And I can't eat sweet-tasting, convenient foods that are chemically altered because they alter our genetic expression. Before 1945, only 22% of us died from cancer, cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and stroke combined. Today, it's 85%. That's just since 1945. So just give us a, um, a, a few words around what those key elements are for living a long and healthy life. Well, first of all, the best time to prevent cancer or heart disease, which we mostly die from, is 50 years before it begins and not waiting until someone tells us. So we have to begin to look at our eating habits today. And we have to know that most of us, I'm going to go back to being a psychologist eat subconsciously, we eat to please, we eat out of anxiety, we eat to uh, gobble food quickly and fast, and we've lost the sense of, of saying a, a prayer before we eat anything, saying a grace before we eat anything, and thanking the earth and thanking the people and thanking the food, and then seeing that the food will restore our energy and cleanse out bacterium, viruses, and parasites, and yeast, and build our communication potential and energy. So that's the very first thing. The next thing, even before we talk about the food, is our teeth. Our human body is designed to chew foods very well, and the digestion begins in the mouth. 
So we have to digest those foods before they come into the stomach because there's no teeth in the stomach. Our body should be about 75% plant-based by volume on any given day and about 25% by volume on any given day of animal protein, plant-based protein, fats, seeds, nuts, and grains, whole grains. It doesn't matter if things are organic or not. It is the volume. And I just want like to add one little complication here that really makes an understanding of how we can exist. When we ate mostly a diet as hunters and gatherers that, that we gathered, a lot of vegetation, we noticed that our body was alkaline. The chemistry within it was alkaline. And researchers from the University of, of Georgia, Dr. Boyd Eaton and others uh, in Atlanta, have discovered before 1945 we were very alkaline. When we're alkaline, <clears throat> which we're created to be, we create a lot of energy, and it's easy to ward off bacteria and viruses that proliferate and grow in an acidic environment. Since 1945, our diets have changed, knowingly or unknowingly, and we're paying the price for it. We're far too acidic, and being acidic means it's harder to fall asleep, intermittent sleep. We wake up tired. When we eat, we bloat. We have gas. We lack energy throughout the day. We can lose our center. We can lose our center with unprecedented quickness and become angry or impatient, um, etc. And we also find out that we have more colds and flus. And being acidic means lack of oxygen at the cellular level. And a lack of oxygen allows parasites and bacteria and viruses to proliferate and, and grow. So... It's more the percentage of foods, and right now we're all exhaling. We're exhaling carbon dioxide. That would kill us all. It's a very acidic gas. The body gets rid of acids by respiration, exhaling. But nature wants us to be alkaline. So nature, through everything that's green, is going through photosynthesis. It's taking our carbon dioxide, the deadly gas we exhale, in every berry bush, every fruit tree, every flower takes our carbon dioxide in as a food to make berries and flowers and apples and oranges, and it gives off a waste product called oxygen. And well, oxygen Dan, we, we've got to come to our first break here, but we'll continue uh, with yes. this fascinating discussion afterwards. This is Peter Tongue for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. Extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. 
Foundation. Visit PeterTongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at PeterTongue.com. Being here with Ariel and Shia Kane is an ordinary person's guide to modern-day enlightenment. This show is an exciting exploration which opens the door to living in the moment. Don't miss being here. Tune in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 noon Eastern with Ariel and Shia Kane right here on the 7th Wave Network. What's it like? What's it like? It's lonely. It's really lonely. I miss my brother. I miss my brother. I'm surrounded by other people, but it's not the same. I've got other people around me, but it's not the same. It's pretty scary, but I don't let it rattle me. It's pretty me. scary around here, but I don't let it rattle me. You always have to watch your back. There's no one to watch my back. I spend my whole day worried who's out to get me. I'm always wondering who's out to get me. But I can take care of myself. But I can take care of myself. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. No matter what, I'll keep my head up. It's not like I have a choice. It's not like I have a choice. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. This will all be over in five years, three months, and 17 days. Go to jail for a gun crime and your family serves a sentence with you. Something to think about before committing a gun crime. Gun crimes hit home. This message brought to you by Project Safe Neighborhoods and the Ad Council. The new home for visionary positive change. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. And today my special guest is Sam Gracie, the founder of Greens Plus. Sam, just before the break, you were talking about this vital connection that we have with the nature kingdom and the food that we eat. Could you just continue with that for a moment? Yes, we've lost sight of it, most of us, and to return to be a natural, normal woman or man, to feel normal, to feel natural, we have to return back to our native internal chemistry, which is an alkaline environment. And that is done by ensuring that every day three-quarters of our food supply are salads, vegetables, herbs, seeds, nuts, raw and unsalted, uh, spices, uh, any kind of fruit, berries, melons, and seasons. That should be three-quarters of our diet by volume, along with water and deep breathing. I want to make that concept that our body gets rid of acids by exhaling, our body makes carbonic acid. It's the byproduct of just living. Our cells are making energy, and they give off a smoke like a factory does, and it's carbonic acid. It breaks down to carbon dioxide, which we exhale, and water, which we excrete. So when we exhale, it's our body trying to get rid of acids. And everything that is green in nature is in balance with our internal organs 
And whether it's a tree or a bush or a vegetable plant, it takes our carbon dioxide in as its main food supply, not its roots as its main food supply, our carbon dioxide, and that's what the plant uses to make uh, raspberries, blueberries, pears, and flowers. And the plant gives off a waste product called oxygen. So that allows us to remain alkaline. So everything green in nature is not there just for visual appeal. It is working so hard to keep us alkaline. So what you're saying really is there's a beautiful symbiotic, synchronistic relationship between us and and the foods that we eat, and we need to consciously honor that as we move through our lives. We need to, and if we don't, we pay the consequences of it, which we are doing today. That is just 40% of all the meals that busy adults eat today are out of the home, and there is no such thing as a downtime. Every molecule from every piece of food we eat gets absorbed. And if it's a low-quality food, that means we have low-quality cellular structures. And if we have low-quality cellular structures in our eyes, our vision goes down. It's not necessarily associated with eating. It's the accumulation of low-quality materials over a long period of time causing the architectural structure in the body to be made up of low quality, so our hearing goes down, our libido goes down, our energy goes down, our mental acuity, our memory, our motivation, creativity, and enthusiasm. So we need to stay alkaline, and we need to get back to the base of the food chain, which are simple foods. So let's move on, Sam, and let's talk a little bit about the preemptive self-management programs that you have uh, worked with. Yes, we like to say as researchers, the best time to prevent cancer, cardiovascular disease, Alzheimer's, uh, any of those diseases is 30, 40, 50 years before they begin. So we have found, for instance, the fats that are in our brain, the fats that are in our eyes, and the fats that are in our heart are big, fluffy fats. The reason we told people not to eat trans fats was trans fats are not bad. They're just stiff and hard. And when they get into our brain, our eyes, or our heart, they stiffen the tissue, and the tissues can't communicate, so they downgrade. And that's when we start to get more Alzheimer's and Parkinson's. It's when we can't remember someone's name or where we put the keys or where we parked our car in the parking lot or we forget birthdays. That's all hardening tissue in the brain. So we found that green algae that grows in the ocean makes a lot of the perfect fats called DHA and EPA that our brain, our eyes, and our heart need. Unfortunately, we can't go out and eat bushelfuls of of seaweed every day, impossible to get, but we can take fish oil supplements, little fish like sardines, anchovy, and mackerels that live down in the Antarctic, only live for a few months so they're clean, And they they eat the algae as their primary food. They don't eat other fish. And this algae, they get saturated with the fat from the algae. So Europeans have always called sardines and anchovies brain food. And in the Mediterranean, they called them brain food. And they are. So it is a wise practice today to take a fish oil supplement, the one that has won the most awards for its purity and its excellence. The University of Guelph in Ontario does this testing is uh, the O3 Mega brand. I have nothing to do with them, but I use O3 Mega Think, and I use O3 Mega Pump, pump for the heart, 
and O3 Mega Think for the Brain. To keep brain cells flexible, pliable, and elastic, the other thing I like to stay is very alkaline, which means we create a lot of energy. And Peter, one point that most of our listeners may not really understand is that we create about 150 pounds of pure energy a day called adenosine triphosphate if we're alkaline and if we're acidic. We only create about 20. So by being acidic, we short circuit our own energy, which means we don't even have the internal energy to rebuild and renew cells that are wearing and tearing each day. So we could be virtually free of chronic lifestyle diseases that 85% of us experience in North America by preempting, which means more salad. So our snacks mid-morning and mid-afternoon, we start there. Our snacks mid-morning and mid-afternoon should be live whole foods. So, for instance, a handful of raw, unsalted seeds and nuts, pumpkin seeds, hemp seeds, sesame seeds, sunflower seeds, pumpkin seeds. Then the other uh, snack mid-afternoon or mid-morning could be a piece of whole fruit or it could be some pepper round, celery sticks, carrot sticks, radicchio sticks, um, zucchini sticks, something of that nature, and stay away from muffins and bagels and that are very acidifying. If we use coffee, black coffee is alkalinizing. As soon as we put cream or milk in coffee, we acidify it. Chocolate, that is 70% cocoa or more, is alkalinizing. Milk chocolate, that's less than 70% cocoa, is acidifying. So just a few tips on some of those common foods. Microbrewery beers are alkalinizing. Bottled beers are acidifying. Dry red wine is alkalinizing. All other wines and alcohol, very acidifying. Just use them in, in moderation. But the idea is at every meal to have something raw also. So we have our two snacks of raw natural foods, Our breakfast, if we're having oatmeal, put seeds and nuts in our oatmeal. Put some plain white yogurt and some chopped up fruit. Now we've got live foods and we've got good protein delivery. For lunch and supper, we want to ensure that we have a lot of salads and vegetables. So we use a rule called the one-third plate rule. And that's whenever we have lunch or supper, look at your plate. One-third should be salads. One-third should be vegetables, steamed crunchy, tender, colorful, using different ones every day, and one-third of our plate should be protein, whether it's animal protein or plant-based protein, personal choice, and then we could have a condiment, a little dish of whole ground rice or alternative grains, amaranth, spelt, or whole grain pasta. At supper, it's important to have only a small amount of protein, at lunch more protein, and more of the natural carbohydrates of vegetables and salads, because if we do, we make a hormone called serotonin, and serotonin is our mood-modulating hormone. It will balance us out, so we'll feel good. We'll feel dynamic in spite of what's going on in our life. Then serotonin, if we make enough of it, in our pineal gland, third eye, yogis call it, between the eyebrows cascades and turns into melatonin. Once it becomes dark and we go into deep, deep regenerative sleep. So the way we can be preemptive and avoid almost most diseases, we can keep ourselves full of energy and uh, what I call smart, robust energy, but 
good moods also. Laughter only happens with elevated serotonin. Laughter increases serotonin. Serotonin causes us to laugh. <laughs> so let's go back over the serotonin piece just quickly. Uh, yes. In terms of what we We're a serotonin deficient society today. We feel bluesy. We feel indecisive. We're uncertain. We don't know our place in society. We lose our self-esteem. All that is work that was done at the University of Maryland in which we found there are several ways to raise serotonin. Laughter. Even Our brain does not know the difference between authentic laughter and unauthentic. In other words, if you stand in front of a mirror at home and you just start laughing, even though you don't feel like it, and if you really laugh, you raise serotonin levels. We discovered in our research that up to the age of 18, we laugh and giggle 400 times a day. As adults, four to five times a day. Wow. We are too serious, and we've lost the ability to produce serotonin by being light, by laughing, by seeing the joy and the love in every moment. So we need to send a beneficial, uh, literally massaging message to our brain. We found meditation and prayer. Quiet pondering increases serotonin. Uh, Dances that are rhythmic, so they would be ancient type of dances, or just sitting gazing quietly at the stars or holding our grandmother in our arms. All the activities, Tai Chi and Qi Kung, or quiet massage, any kind of quiet activity like that has the ability to raise serotonin levels. When we crave, we have low serotonin levels. We crave food, we crave alcohol, we crave drugs, we crave abusive behavior, or we, have, we crave unusual sexual fantasies, all of that is low serotonin levels. And so in terms of just returning back, in terms of the food uh, supply that you have to support serotonin, just go over that piece once more. Well, first of all, there's two recent books I wrote in the last year, both written on recycled paper, biodegradable soy-based stink, the Grow Guides plant one tree for every hundred books that sell. 100% of all profits goes to feed children or senior citizens in Canada. One from last year, The Path to Phenomenal Health, An Inspirational Journey to Vitality and Wellness, and a book this year with the University of Toronto Faculty of Medicine, The Bone Building Solution. And both of those go through in detail a seven-day diet, what to eat daily, what to eat through the week to raise serotonin, to also raise dopamine levels, which is our get-up-and-go hormone, and how to increase melatonin, our deep sleep hormone. And the first thing we have to do is get back to an alkaline diet. And the first trick is our two snacks. Do not eat bagels, muffin, uh, bread with peanut butter on it for a snack. But get back to apples or oranges or berries or melons in season. Try to eat things that are colorful, locally grown whenever possible, and by season whenever possible. And then three meals a day to lose weight. We need three meals and two snacks a day. When you cut out a meal, when you bypass a meal or a snack to think you're saving calories, then your body goes into, it's an ancient mechanism, it goes into a mode where it says, oh, oh, there might be a famine coming, there's not enough food. I better store whatever food I get today as body fat in case a famine's coming. It is counterproductive. So Sam, we're we're coming up to our second break, and uh, when we come back, I want you to talk a bit more about the issues around 
the brain and Alzheimer's. Uh, this is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure, what's up? Um, there's this girl I kind of like. Well, if there's one thing I know, it's women. Really? Well, they didn't call me velvet for nothing. I don't get it. Smooth. I was smooth. Oh. Anyway, it's easy. You just got to impress her. Show her how strong you are. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? I don't know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt, if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, Ugh! Try it. Ugh! Ugh! <laughs> See? There you go. And you should dress up. Start wearing a shirt and tie. I'll look like a dork. No, you'll look successful. Okay. And finally, you can start using my cologne. <clears throat> the ladies love it, so don't be shy. Splash it on. Thanks, Dad. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To find out how you can adopt, please visit our website at adoptuskids.org or call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt US Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. Spiritual Workout with host Stephen Morrison helps you go beyond the books, CDs, and the workshops you've gone to to learn spirituality. Stephen will passionately help you see which of 15 universally spiritual concepts apply to your circumstance and how. Now there's a way to help you live it every single day. Work out every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on Spiritual Workout with your host, Stephen Morrison, on 7th Wave Network. A practical path to a happier, more peaceful, and richer life experience. walk our true spiritual path at a time when the western world is fixated on material gain more people are now recognizing the emptiness which comes with this limited approach to life there is another way four years ago peter tongue left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life he now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit PeterTongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong. And I have with me today Sam Gracie, the founder of Greens Plus. 
And Sam, one of the biggest concerns in the world that people have today is Alzheimer's and dementia and, and how Parkinson's. people can protect themselves uh, and their brains from, from uh, losing it. <laughs> can you yes. give us some background in that? Well, the first thing we have to realize is our life is not a spectator sport, and we have to reshape it for the better. We can't sit back and just watch and let things fall apart. Whatever age we are at right now while we're listening, we have to adapt ourselves for superior brain power and peak performance, and we can get astonishing results, but it's got to begin right now. We can't wait. And I'd like to say a statement I like to say a lot. You know, we've only developed through adaptability, and we need to continue to adapt and become wise elders in our senior years rather than rapidly aging seniors. Most people are becoming rapidly aging seniors. No, the idea of life is to become a wise elder in our senior years full of spiritual maturity, love and gratitude, emotional balance, so that we can give something back to a younger generation. And it's our duty and responsibility not just to get a 100 uh, television stations that we sit and we watch and become couch potatoes or just go to Florida for six months of the year. Not good enough. And we need to rust-proof our mind and body. That's a modern-day solution. So we have found uh, in Alzheimer's, in Parkinson's, there is one neurotransmitter, I would call it a mood engine, that becomes very low, and it's acetylcholine. And acetylcholine is the brain's memory architect. It controls the speed and energy at which information passes easily from system to system, and it's in charge of memory, language, critical judgment, interpretation, speech, reading, thought. So the most important things that we lose in Alzheimer's, Parkinson's, and mental dementia. So of all things, Greens Plus, the product I make, the very first ingredient in it is a huge source of natural acetylcholine. Where we get acetylcholine is in the outer coating of rice, of grains, of seeds and nuts. We don't eat enough of those today, so we are missing at a mind-boggling percent the main brain chemical or neurotransmitter that we call it that's meant to allow uh, zigzagging flashes go through the brain at 150 miles per hour and most people are down to by 60, down to 30 miles per hour. And so acetylcholine, eat more seeds and nuts and whole grains, but a quick way to get it is one serving of greens plus. The other hormone that we're missing a lot of is the mood-modulating serotonin that in Parkinson's and Alzheimer's declines dramatically. And in my books, The Path to Phenomenal Health, The Bone Building Solution, The Food Connection, The Power of Superfoods, I show how it, the right daily diet can increase that, but you need fish oil supplements. The O3 Mega brand, the most tested ones, are, are necessary. There are also some supplements that could be taken to, to affect these mood engines. There are four of them in the brain. Uh, but diet, the worst thing you can do is eat fried food. So a donut is fried uh, French fries and onion rings and uh, meats that are overly broiled that have charcoal markings on them. All of these get into the brain and they cause a uh, communication problem. They harden tissues, the outer tissues within brain cells. 
So we have found to absolutely stay away, no matter how good they anything fried, absolutely anything fried, or any prepared fast food that has oils in them, because the oils are rancid. And rancid oils uh, literally uh, slow down the biological cell phones in our body that are sending intracellular communications over all our microcircuitry in the brain's electrochemical web gets downgraded by gooey, sticky fat. So don't eat all the processed foods because our electrochemical web in our brain, the microcircuitry needs clean, nice lines of communication. So we have to stay away from and avoid and just say no to sweetened foods also. We have found that sugars get into the brain. They cause what we call cross-linking, which means that the tissues in the brain are meant like two elastic side-by-side to go up and down. Sugar soften and make them gooey. So instead of being a nice, taunt elastic, they cave in and they twist and turn on each other. Those are the communication pathways in the brain, the, the, the web in the brain. And therefore, communication becomes garbled. And that's when we can't remember. Or we lose our motivation, creativity, enthusiasm. So in 1945, a German physician won the Nobel Prize for showing this. And we've known it for a long time, that sugars, all the sugars we eat, uh, even synthetic sweeteners, cause this cross-linking of tissues in the brain. So neurotransmitters, the brain messengers, literally cannot communicate, and we get garbled messages. So fried foods, sugary foods are the two foods to avoid in their place to become a fulfilled, disease-free, wise elder and a happy one, we need to eat more vegetation. If we can't find we can't eat the salads, we're older, start to juice them or buy vegetable juices already juiced without salt and sugar in them to get the same amount. Or Greens Plus is equivalent to six servings of organic fruits or vegetables, one simple little serving. It was made for all these purposes. But we, we need to be actively involved The one book I wrote, The Path to Phenomenal Health, is totally about this. It just is about how to increase neurotransmitters, how to rate our personality to find out which ones are low and which ones are high, and then what to do about it. One thing I may say, Peter, here, if I can, that there's one quick, easy way to to find out if our brain is functioning well or not. And I'm going to speak as a psychologist, and it's the power of releasing self-imposed restrictions. You know, feelings that we've imposed, abandonment, anger, anxiety, arrogance, or boredom, or defiance, or embarrassment, or failure, or fear, or laziness, or needing approval, or prejudice, or these are self-imposed. But to become free, we need to feel accepted, alive, boundless, centered, content, fulfilled, grateful, happy, joyful, peaceful, pure, radiant, secure, visionary, whole, strong. And we have found that a brain that is downgraded feels more sadness, fear, jealousy, anger. So it's not only through food, but psychologically we need to meditate, we need to pray, perhaps even get some psychological help to remove self-imposed feelings that may cause our brain to downgrade in the first place. So Sam, we're coming up to our final break, so uh, we'll, we'll take a break here. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation. 
taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. How do we walk our true spiritual path at a time when the Western world is fixated on material gain? More people are now recognizing the emptiness which comes with this limited approach to life. There is another way. Four years ago, Peter Tong left his position as a high school principal with 30 years experience in the education system and turned to his true calling of a metaphysical life. He now uses his experience and wisdom to provide solutions to personal and organizational challenges. Peter offers corporate workshops and seminars, public meditations, radio interviews, healing sessions, and community visits to bring awareness of the new paradigm, the awakening to conscious co-creation. Visit petertongue.com today to register for events and to purchase his transformative visualization meditation CDs. You can also download the meditation CDs as MP3s if you wish for listening on your computer or on the go. These are available now at petertongue.com. Be extraordinary. Seventh Wave Network. Listening to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with Peter Tong. If you have a question for Peter or comment on this series, please send an email to descendingdove at gmail.com. That's descendingdove at gmail.com. Now back to our program. Hello and welcome back to Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation with your host Peter Tong and my special guest today, Sam Gracie. Before the break, Sam, you were talking about the uh, things we can do to protect ourselves from Alzheimer's and other brain-centered uh, disease and distortion. And I just want to uh, hear, hear you say a word about those people who are already in the, in the early stages or uh, in later life and, and what they can do themselves to help themselves. Yes. You know, there is no age that's too late to begin. I began with my father at 84 years of age with descending colon cancer. He lost his hair, 60 pounds of weight on. He had cataracts on his eyes and terrible osteoarthritis in his knees. And we restored his health in six months to such a president that the next 10 years from 84 to 94 were the 10 best years of his life. We tightened his skin. Much of the color in his hair came back. Quite a bit of his hair came back. He lost 60 pounds. His mind became sharp. And he had the 10 best years of his life. So do not say it is past or I can't do anything about it. We can. The first thing is to do meaningful pauses throughout the day. Just stop for three minutes, one minute throughout the day. And remember, what am I eating? How am I breathing? Let's reduce panic and anxiety and stress by deep breathing. Let me start to laugh several times a day, even if I don't feel like laughing, because laughing in the uh, autotomic nervous system increases serotonin, my mood-modulating hormone. And if I feel conflict in my life, if I feel grief, if I feel uh, fear or anxiety or abandonment, I need to breathe it in and out. Give it fresh air. Breathe it in and out. 
take the internal poisons that are acidifying, recycle them, put a purified version in through deep breathing. So we need to reduce stress and we need to be realistic, be a loving part of the solution and know that we were created in the image and likeness of God. So I ask all of our seniors, I am one, to, to make a goal today to become a wise elder and for younger people also, not only for our own sake, but for global well-being. Absolutely. And Sam, you, you mentioned it just in passing, so I'd like you to come back to just talk a little bit about stress and, and the impact it has on our healthy lives. You know, stress shows itself as a tense body, an anxious mind, agitated emotions or depressed moods or undecisiveness, and they foster uh, a sense in us of worthlessness, of... Um, I can't contribute anything any longer or the best is passed in me. So it is critically important when we feel stress, the two adrenal glands on top of our two kidneys secrete a hormone called cortisol. Cortisol is very acidic and very corrosive. And we need to counterbalance it. And the best way to counterbalance it is by raising the opposite hormone that keeps it in the tug-of-war balance called DHEA. It's our youth hormone. We've shown that we can increase DHEA and lower cortisol, our stress hormone, by praying, by meditating. So we as researchers, nutritional researchers, say that meditation and prayer is no longer optional. For survival, it's mandatory. It's not optional. It's mandatory. So meditation, deep breathing, praying, walking, sitting quietly, they all upgrade the hormone DHEA and they de-stress. They de-stress and relax the parasympathetic nervous system. So we take emotional stress and we can just let it melt away. But stop several times during the day. Let's get rid of internal poisons and fears and anxiety or anger, embarrassment or conflict, um, that has ever been in our life. So, Sam, just put, piecing this together, if we've only got a few minutes left now, uh, this is a summary. How would you see all of the things that we've talked about today in terms of healthy lifestyle leading to a connection to higher consciousness, to uh, a greater yes. awareness? Yes, greater awareness can come if we dare to navigate the journey from ordinary to remarkable. We're all created to be absolutely remarkable. No one was created to be sick and to be um, feel dysfunctional. Everyone was created, I believe, to feel really remarkable and exceptional. So it's how we were created to be. So we just need to open back up to the creative moments within us and feel the beauty and the love to eat in harmony with that, to think in harmony with that, and know that research we have done, we have shown using Catholic nuns, and Buddhist monks meditating at the University of Kansas. We did this research, and we hooked their brains up with like a 100 little microbes, and we found that when Buddhist monks meditated, and the Dalai Lama chose them, 80-year-old Buddhist monks who meditated deeply, and with Catholic nuns from the Franciscan Order of Nuns who were in their 80s who had been praying all their life, that when Catholic nuns prayed and Buddhist monks meditated, and they both said they went into deep meditation or deep, deep prayer, it was the very same site within the brain that lit up. So we know that whatever words we use may be necessary for us, 
but the synchronized, balanced neurotransmitters in the brain are actually designed for higher awareness, for more openness in every human being. It's up to us if we would like to literally keep it closed or open that part of the brain. We have shown that at any age, if we're serious, and it's mostly through prayer and meditation and quiet pondering, but also through diet to support the architectural structure of the brain so that it can efficiently communicate these sophisticated patterns and allow the brain to go into its depth and its own ability to really function with great awareness. So we have found the part of the brain, it's in every human being. It's not that some are more blessed than others. It's that maybe that some are more serious than others. So Sam, that's a great, great spot to finish, which we have to do. Just very quickly, give us your website and contact information. Yes, my website is www.genuinehealth. www.genuinehealth. And uh, all the, wherever I go, wherever I talk, there are all the books, all the research that I do, clips from many TV shows that I do, etc., are all there, free to download. Oh, and that's .com, presumably? .com. So, so Sam, thank you so very much indeed. We've got to we've got to finish the show, and it's been an absolutely wonderful time spending. Thank you, Peter. I, I, I appreciate, so and I honor and respect you. Well, thank you very much indeed. So, I'm just going to uh, mention next week's show, which is Jer Leons, who has a very powerful gift of healing, and we'll be talking about the healing process. And uh, I hope you will join me. This is Peter Tung for Awakening to Conscious Co-Creation, wishing you a wonderful week. this week's show to be enlightening and inspiring. Please join host Peter Tong for another edition of Awakening to Conscious Creation next Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, Noon Pacific Time on 7th Wave Network. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.